Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, a podcast where all we do is win. I'm joined by penis owner Garrick Wright. <laughs> <laughs> From one penis owner to another. Well, you know, that's uh, never been introduced that way. Uh, <laughs> but there's a first time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, Garrick, we were watching one of the documentaries and now we've discovered that term last time. Yes, uh, because there's no such thing as man and woman. Right, it's penis owner. Yeah. Uh, we also, well, we'll get into this a little bit later, but we heard about uh, many cocks and nature, that the moon is a vibrator. Yeah, yeah. More than one way to be trans queer. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, what a way to start off a podcast. Anyway, why don't we uh, get going into all the good stuff here, Garrick. We've got the FBI, we've got Walt Disney, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Elon Musk, uh, uh, Jen Psaki, Barack Obama, all the good people in, 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 in line here. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go right into it, Garrick. Uh, Madison Calthorne, he's a uh, congressman from, I think, North Carolina, and he's in a wheelchair. This is my favorite story of all. <laughs> <laughs> Not that part, but yeah. yeah well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he says he goes to Washington. He's a very young guy. He's in his 20s. Yeah. And he uh, gets to Washington, and he is uh, invited to, well, I guess, say a sex party. <laughs> and they say, hey, Madison, come to our sex party. Check it out. You can have sex with other people of some kind. I mean... I guess the first thing is, do you think this is true? Oh, absolutely. I think that's true. <laughs> I, I imagine, uh, yeah, he's, he says that there's a, a lot of orgies uh, in D.C. and that they try to, yeah, the, what they probably tried to do was, you know, they have, they have all the people, you know, some politicians, some uh, think tank people, uh, some lobbyists. So, you know, just think of the former... Uh, uh, weekly standard folks. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone would want to have sex with them. No, probably not. Jonah Goldberg? Oh. <laughs> oh, actually, he's, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's, he's a different one. But uh, Steve Hayes has nice hair. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, I, th this doesn't shock me at all. I, I remember watching, uh, what was I called? House of Cards and thinking, this is probably exactly how things are. Yeah. And uh, so I think that this helps to validate that. Um, you know, that it, it is worth mentioning, you know, he said he's in a wheelchair, he's paralyzed from the waist down. So right. um, what they were going to do with him, who knows, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think that he had the ability to totally defend himself in these no, I don't parties. So. so I take it he turned them down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you said he turned them down. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if he partook, I assume he wouldn't tell us. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just a really bad experience. He's like, that's it. I'm going to tell you. Right. Or, yeah. <laughs> I went there and Hillary Clinton had her legs open for me. Oh. <laughs> Thank God I'm paralyzed. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's funny that you bring up like House of Cards and TV shows because people have often said that 
the TV shows are often, uh, if not the like a hundred percent true, it's it's very much an illustration of what is true. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like we're showing you what's really happening in in film without coming out in public and saying it. Yeah, I I have heard that um, you know nonfiction writers they they get their their material from people who are actually inside of it. You know, so right. people who write about the intelligence community, well, they have people on the inside to tell right. them things. Right. Um, I know that there are there was at least one book that um, mentioned uh, something about like nine eleven before it right. happened. Right. Um, so. Yeah, it doesn't mean everything happens, but these are the things that uh, people are concerned about. And I certainly would think that uh, there's murder and chaos in order to get to the top of the political mountain in D.C. So I I think that uh, there's probably some truth to uh, House of Cards. Yeah, and uh, we'll see. I mean, of course, if I was in Madison Cowthorn's position, I would definitely check that party out. Um, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> because you never know, someone like Jen Saki could be there. That's true. Although, what if she brought her gay friend? Uh, uh, you know, yeah. You, you know, the, the, that's the problem with orgies. You never know. <laughs> Do you have to consent to everything? <laughs> hey, I'm here for you, Jen. Well, you can have sex with my gay friend instead. Yeah, I I sort of get this feeling that it's one of those things that yeah, you get to cons you. It's all consensual, but yeah. if you don't consent, it's probably very offensive. So it's probably... That might be right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- yeah. I think there's implicit rape going on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if you show up to an orgy with six people, you know, maybe you find four of them good looking and the other two are like, oh, God, you know. And... If you're lucky. <laughs> 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 not, not judging from the footage I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one more point on this before we go to the next topic. Uh, Leslie Stahl, who's the uh, woman on 60 Minutes, apparently her producer is former CIA. Hmm. And uh, as you had mentioned, that a lot of the people who make these television shows are connected to government. And someone also pointed out that Sean Hannity wears his CIA pen all the time. Yeah. Uh, So Hollywood and Washington, very connected. Yeah, yeah, and the news media, sure. Oh, the news media, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's that. But speaking of news media, Jen Psaki, she's, of course, the White House press secretary. And, uh, you know, I think she's an attractive-looking woman. Unfortunately, she's got a very liberal personality. Yeah, and you can see the liberalism on her face. Yeah. You can tell, Rush Limbaugh used to say, you can tell a liberal just by looking at her. (laughs) (laughs) But you you Uh, can tell they're miserable, they've never been happy. Uh, (laughs) I used to love what he would say about liberals, but yeah. (laughs) And she is uh, leaving the sinking ship. She's going to jump off. Yeah. She's going to take a job with MSNBC, or as might say, MSNDC. (laughs) Uh, 
But the the ethical part is, you know, the media is supposed to be the watchdog. We know that's a joke, but it's supposed to be a watchdog, and they're supposed to not take sides. And yet you have the press secretary who has a close relationship with the president, who kind of is the mouthpiece for the administration. And she's supposed to, she's, she's going to work hand in hand with a major news organization. Like people are just like, how can this, how can people take this seriously? Yeah. I mean, I don't think many people do. I, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's what we know to be true. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't, I don't find it surprising. Uh, have they named a replacement yet? I think it's going to be that African-American woman. Oh. With the short hair, I think. Yeah, okay. Well, she's not much better. But, you know... Yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, she's getting tired of having to lie, but she's going to have to do that anyway, so yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I have to think it's just about money at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how much she makes, but she's probably going to make a lot more than MSNBC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I think that they have billionaires that fund these outlets that have no support from in right. the actual market, so... Yeah. Um, just as a side note, we're watching Jake Roberts. Man, he is fat here. <laughs> he really is. That is disgusting. <laughs> this is 97. Uh, man, he's big. Wow, look at that gut. <laughs> see, the, see, there's always a chance for us, Garrick, to be wrestlers. You don't have to be in great shape. You'd be like Jake Roberts here. <laughs> I guess so. Wow. He's <laughs> wearing those tights, too. I don't know if this is when he stopped drinking or started drinking. I think starting. <laughs> <laughs> if he stopped drinking and looks like that, then I don't know what he's doing wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, <laughs> good luck to Stone Cold to get him over the ropes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, well, uh, anyway, <laughs> back to uh, politics here. So, Garrick, uh, speaking of the media, all of a sudden, the media starts covering Hunter Biden's laptop story. We talked about it last time how the media said, oh, yeah, by the way, the laptop is, is uh, true. But now we even have people like AOC criticizing Biden and more and more news reports about uh, Democrats criticizing Biden. He shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. We haven't fulfilled our promises. And so... It's kind of like, all right, is he expendable now? Are we finally going to see the removal of Joe Biden here? Uh, it would be nice. Um, yeah, I because we, we've obviously we've known about this. So yeah. the only reason to start bringing it up is uh, to try to set that up. And maybe it's, uh, I don't know, maybe it's, hey, Joe, stay in line. Um, yeah. And we won't make a big deal out of this, but if you, well, I don't even know because he he's just he's not even he doesn't even know what's going on. Like <laughs> you can't threaten him; he doesn't get it. So I, <laughs> I I have no idea. I have no idea why they ever put him up for any of this <laughs> is beyond me. And his wife allowing that shows absolutely no love on her part. No, no, no. They made an absolute mockery of her husband. Um, yeah, and it's probably just to get rich in the end. That's what all these people seem to be after. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He 
it seems like he's getting uh seems like he's getting worse um but yeah. I don't I don't know I mean he was bad before so it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah I mean I think this is to keep him in line I don't think they're actually going to go after Hunter or remove Joe Biden per se but I for whatever he has left inside of him I think it's a way to say hey Joe we can spank you if we need to we can get rid of you if we need to so you need to play ball here and I think that's what this is about but then again maybe you're right maybe he has no idea so what's the point of threatening him anyway so. yeah I mean what what is it that they're making him do that he would disagree with anyway I don't think it was maybe Ukraine but I don't know <laughs> I mean his son's getting paid for Ukraine so I yeah. uh, by the way what's going on with Ukraine <laughs> Is that still a thing? Like it's still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> the CNN crowd is a thing. Okay. Huh. Um, well, it's just like the thing is, is that like the war could the war, if you want to call it that, would be could be over already. Like Ukraine yeah. would have to agree that they're not going to join NATO. They're not going to have nukes. They're going to demilitarize their border with Russia, and then it would be over. But you don't hear NATO calling for a ceasefire or a treaty. You don't hear Biden saying we need to slow things down the only thing you hear about is well we need to send more weapons and we need to send more troops and it seems like the west wants the war to continue oh yeah absolutely um for what reason i i don't know but um maybe just to take our minds off of the uh off of covid and what a right. what a big blow job that was <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't get a blowjob out of it. <laughs> Speaking of which, you remember when Madonna said that she'd give anyone who's voting for Trump a blowjob if they didn't vote for him? Yes. Um, I just saw a recent picture of Madonna. No good. Yeah, I saw that too on TikTok. And, oof. Yeah. Some rough stuff going on. And she's, what, in her 60s now? Late, yeah. Late, Somebody late, needs to tell her. <laughs> late 60s, I think. Yeah. She, uh... Her problem is she thinks she's Madonna. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're uh, we're done with that. <laughs> wow. Well, speaking of done with that, Barack Obama seems done with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They had a meeting at the White House talking about Obamacare, mm-hmm. and there's this. And after Obama's speech, he's greeting everybody, and everyone just ignores Joe Biden. Yeah, that was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. In my life. <laughs> I mean, do you imagine Trump having something and people just like not talking to Trump and like talking to somebody else? Like it's just inconceivable to even think about. Yeah, I, I, no president has ever been the uh, total waste of space that Joe right. Biden was. Yeah, like even when uh, Obama had <clears throat> Bill Clinton come by to support the whole Russia nuke deal. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it's like, yeah, the, the press likes them both, but yeah, the fact is uh, Obama was the cool new deal. So oh, they, sure. um, they liked them both, but yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see what happened there. I mean, Biden was just kind of like, he, he looked like a deer in the headlights. He's like, what, sure. what do I do now? Right. He's looking around. There's, oh, it was, yeah. I felt bad for him almost. Yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't such an asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah, and um, 
even you could look at Kamala Harris. I thought that was the most interesting thing. You saw Kamala Harris and she was just looking at Obama like, you know, a, a little kid looks at a puppy or something, you know, like, oh, wow, she's into him. Yeah. And uh, she just could care less about Joe. You know, she knows where to go to get some political <laughs> clout. <laughs> she's, uh, she's slept her way to the top. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if you knew Kamala and Obama were hanging around each other? Well, yeah, it could be uh, one of those DC sucks parties. (laughs) (laughs) At Obama's house. (laughs) Oh, that could be in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, that's right. Who was the guy that allegedly had sex with Obama? Oh. Um, What the hell's his name? uh, From, yeah, from the, um, oh, jeez. Like when he was getting a start uh, in Chicago. Yeah, Yeah, I I forgot. We'll think of it, but yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that was good stuff and probably true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, poor Joe Biden. Garrick, it was a big uh, not guilty verdict. It was just came out on Friday. I don't know if you remember this. Our listeners might remember back, I don't know, a year or two ago, there was the story that came out that these white supremacists were going to try to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. So they arrested all these guys who, of course, were also labeled as Trump supporters. They go undercover FBI agents or something? Well, this is where it gets really interesting. So we hear that the FBI is involved in, like, some type of either setting these guys up or actually being involved in the plot. So the FBI takes these, or the Justice Department takes these defendants to trial, and the jury came back and said, all not guilty. (laughs) (laughs) The jury basically said the FBI entrapped all of these guys. Hmm. And uh, none of them were found guilty. They were all released. And I guess the big story, like kind of what Jack uh, Prasovic said, the big ruling because the jury basically said, FBI, we don't believe your bullshit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I guess it's just a good thing, but... I guess the bigger question is, do we think that enough people are finally realizing the FBI is not, like, this great thing anymore? Uh, I hope so. Although I don't know what we would do about it. They kind of have the uh, ability to... I don't know. If we were to try to fight back, I don't know how we would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a good point. Well, you'd have to go to the Ron, Ron Paul route and just... Get rid of the FBI. <laughs> I remember when Ron Paul said that, get rid of the FBI and get rid of the CIA. And at the time, I thought, well, you know, I like Ron Paul. That seems kind of odd, you know. Yeah. I'm like, nah, he was right. <laughs> yeah. He, he was right again. <laughs> he's been right about pretty much everything. <laughs> and everyone thinks he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get rid of government altogether. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he must be. I wonder what he's doing now. He must be throwing parties of, hey, guess what? I was right. Yeah. <laughs> he has a YouTube show that he still does a lot of daily. Oh. He's 80-something. He's still still out there doing his thing. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of your uncle. Your Uncle Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in certain ways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garrick. Walt Disney. 
Huh. World, Disneyland, the groomers, the pedophiles. I tell you, that is a place where demons live. <laughs> so this is how this story breaks. We find out that, well, basically, I think, it, I don't know if it's a leaked video or just somehow they got a copy of it, but all these Disney employees are on a Zoom call and these Disney producers basically admit that they are deliberately putting in gay and transgender characters into the films uh, and in an effort to expose children to these lifestyles and not just exposure, but acceptance and maybe even encouraging kids to become like, you know, become gay or become transgender. Yeah. That's pretty sick stuff. It is. And um, I remember uh, probably eight yeah. years ago thinking, you know, when transgenderism started to make its way and thinking to myself, pretty soon this is going to be mainstream stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> as but. disgusting and weird as it seems now, it'll become mainstream. Why do you think that is? Uh, I mean, why do you think Disney has gone, like, how, like, where, where do we even, the pinpoint, why is Disney even doing this? Well, the left is, uh, has, control over a lot of institutions. Um, they have a lot of political activism um, and they bully corporations. Mm -hmm. And it, even if a corporation says, no, I, I, we don't want to get involved with this, that'll be they can do that for a little bit, but the activism continues to increase and increase, and eventually they have power to damage you unless you say no. And there's only one person that I can think of saying no to this stuff, and that's Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, um, he's an evil man, Garrick. Oh, he is a great man. <laughs> I really hope that he's the president. <laughs> well, Here's some interesting facts about Disney. Um, so in Disneyland, 60% uh, of the people who attended the Disney parks in 2021 uh, did not have any children. They were all adults. Oh, that's weird. Si sorry, six out of 10 people, adults with no kids. Oh, wow, that's strange. Yes. Huh. Um, and some people have said, well, the reason that Disney is doing this is their business model has changed. I mean, yes, they still appeal to young children, but... They have so many millennials now without kids that are going to the Disney parks and they're pretending they're still children. Huh. Yeah, they are doing that. <laughs> and it's, you know, the idea that, you know, we want these adults to be in perpetual childhood. Um, that's not really very healthy. No, it's not. And... Uh, you know, the quote that I read from this article was that grown adults protect kids unhealthy adults think that they are kids and mm. that unhealthy adults who think they are kids that's actually the profile of, of oftentimes child molesters well, that would explain some things yeah. yeah so it's just that Disney recognizes that it's a bunch of 30 40 year olds walking around drinking beers with no kids and pretending that they're fairies and that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the new business model so that's why they're pushing this weird stuff no wonder I, I, yeah, I never cared for Disney, and um, I mean I like some of their older movies, but uh, yeah. I never cared for the park. I've been there once, and I'll tell you about that 
but I, I was eight years old, <clears throat> and we stayed in a camper mm-hmm. in the camping park. Yeah, yeah. This was when uh, this was before I was comfortable uh, taking dumps and uh, <laughs> in public places. So um, <clears throat> I held it in for the entire time. We were there for I think five days, four or five days. That's incredible. At the time, I, I, you know, when I was a kid, I had a strong sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably ruptured it from there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you wear it down. and uh, <laughs> Of course, by the time you go to... I basically didn't want to go uh, number two in public. Um, well, in a public place. Uh, <laughs> until, uh, you know, I basically had to in college. Yeah. And so... And then, you know, your body just can't hold on anymore. It's either that or you you take a shit where where you are. So, uh, yeah, between that, I was kind of chubby. And so, you know, it's all, uh, it's hot and moist. And, you know, my thighs are rubbing together, chafing (laughs) like crazy. So there was all of that. I was uncomfortable. I... It was a horrible experience that I suppose didn't have much to do with Disney. I can't fault them, but uh, <laughs> I I do have bad association with them. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not going to get any better. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it, it's not. And um, well, maybe they should make a character that holds in its shit, and then you can relate to it, and then be a big fan of Disney. Oh, well, that would be a step up, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah, to just um, an anecdotal confirmation of what you were saying is that I worked with a lady that she and her husband, uh, you know, no children, but they had, um, and probably still do, uh, like uh, membership passes uh, to to Disney Disney World. World, yeah. Yeah, and so they, you know, we had very generous PTO, so... Basically, four weeks uh, out of the year, they, whenever she took PTO, they would go down to Disney World, the two of them. And it's like, wow, you two are a couple of real losers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not, uh, I guess, not uncommon. That's a common thing nowadays. Yeah. People do that kind of thing. Um, Bunch of losers. Yeah. I mean, there are some good restaurants there, and I guess the, the context, you know, could matter uh, but still just the general idea that you have grown adults thinking that they're kids uh, that's a real problem yeah well I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably avoid Disney um, it's expensive anyway I'll go to Six Flags instead <laughs> well better hope they don't groom people there I'm sure they do yeah <laughs> <laughs> well Gary thinking of that term um uh, it seems like the left is very upset that they're being called groomers and being called pro-pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, that's how you know it's true. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that politically, though, to the voters, to the average American, that it's a good political play for Republicans to call Democrats pro-pedophiles and groomers? Yeah. Because it's true. Okay. Um, finally... I mean, look at the look at all the lies they say about us. It's about time we told the truth about them. <laughs> <laughs> are you suggesting, Eric, that all Democrats are pedophiles? Uh, 
I mean, all Democrats must be okay with it. Wow. Otherwise, you wouldn't vote it. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're laying the smack down tonight. Hey, you know what? If you vote... you The people who voted for Joe Biden who didn't know that he was demented, that was their fault. <laughs> we have to live with the consequences, right. but that is their fault. And uh, it's the same thing here. You, When you vote for these weirdos, you have to take responsibility for not seeing who they really are. Yeah. Okay. That's well said. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Garrick, another thing that we have to call people out for who they are is the school districts. Oh, yeah. Talk about groomers. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've talked about critical race theory before, but uh, there was an article that I came across that said, you know, oftentimes when we're all focusing on critical race theory, there's something else going on that we're missing. Uh, yeah. And the thing that we're missing is called social emotional learning, S-E-L learning. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I've not heard this. <laughs> and what it is, it was came out of COVID-19 that basically is the idea that teachers shouldn't be necessarily instructors or teachers anymore. They're, they're therapists for children. <laughs> and that is important to... Uh, get kids in touch with their emotional feelings in school. So, for example, uh, instead of having a traditional classroom, they would break into groups and the teacher would facilitate the questions. And uh, one of the questions is, for example, how do you feel when you see two men kissing? Oh. Uh, And another question was, you know, if you don't have a diverse friend in your group of friends, you know, should you go out and find someone who's racially diverse to add to your group of friends. And so it's questions like that. Yeah, maybe we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence Thomas. Yeah, that's right. We'd probably be the only place that he'd be welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's called social emotional learning. Huh. So that's going to be the next big thing. Interesting. Well, all right. Um, I think because we have... CRT, we have gender theory, and right. then we have that. Yeah. All right. Well, all the more reason to homeschool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's what it was like uh, you know, when we were in school? Like critical race theory and stuff? Uh, well, lots so the social work. Oh, stuff. yeah. I think we'd all laugh at the teachers. I don't think... Yeah, I... I, I mean, you'd I mean, say they, the word... If they asked me what I thought of two guys kissing, I'd be like... I think it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> most of the fail. class would probably laugh and agree with you, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Uh, well, I at wish. least middle school. I don't think. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe in middle school. Because um, middle school kids are actually pretty smart. Yeah, relative to high school, yeah. Yeah, because they've had to go through some indoctrination to get to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Imagine they're, you know, they're sitting around saying, you know, Garrick, how do you feel when you hold your shit in? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel very good. <laughs> well, get your feelings out, Garrick. <laughs> well, if you gave me some uh, some more privacy in the bathroom, I would. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel when you were told to take a shower in front of other guys on the football team? You know. Oh, well, yeah, no. <laughs> Pretty embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) 
so <laughs> God, even back then I mean they don't call it grooming but why would we have to take showers in front of other dudes and why would we have to go swimming and all that so why are we disrobing at all in school I don't know um yeah that would be uh well you know that th- that was that was something that like I don't know men I, I don't know I don't know what to say <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of showering with other guys um, <laughs> whether whether we're all manly or not I, I don't I don't like it yeah even showering with women I'm not really a fan of yeah it's just like there's water here there's not enough like get out of here I want my own water yeah I could so yeah <laughs> and by the way, sucks in the shower, not a safe thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough in the bedroom. I mean, they're doing the shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever they show you in the films, it's just not realistic. That's, they're very talented in the films. Very talented people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, a talented person, Garrick, is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He recently bought 9% of Twitter. He's now Twitter's biggest shareholder. And he got all the liberals upset because maybe, possibly, he's going to bring back Trump and Alex Jones and all this kind of stuff. Um, do you think it's a publicity stunt, or do you think something will actually change at Twitter? Um, I think he intends to change something. I, you know, I don't know that he understands the forces against him, but... Oh, no. Hey, then again... If you're the share, the largest shareholder, you have a lot of, uh, you have clout. So yeah, that's the interesting thing because he's the largest shareholder, but he's he's not the CEO. He's not director of operations. Now I don't know what he can really do at the board meetings, but um, well, I would I, think he'd have to acquire more shares. I think. But. Now does this make him the chairman though? If he's the largest shareholder. I think I think he may, makes him chairman of the board, which means that um, and the board can fire the CEO. That's correct. He would uh, need the other people on the board to go with him, which yeah, which would probably be a problem. I would think. Probably. I'm sure, Bill Gates and Al Gore are on Twitter boards. So. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Al Gore. Well, Elon, it's all about climate change for me. <laughs> But yeah, I it would be uh nice if um yeah, if he could bring back people that uh, have a different opinion, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm obviously hopeful um it, it's going to be kind of interesting like if Trump runs and wins the Republican nomination, like is Twitter still going to censor him? Like they're going to censor a major political candidate who could very well be another president, like I guess they will, but it's just probably yeah. <laughs> like wow, it's just Hezbollah has a Hamas has a Twitter feed, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's well they're groomers too. Oh yeah, the Arab world, wow. Yeah, who knew? I remember in Afghanistan, uh, there was a story that came out, I think Pedro Gonzalez tweeted about it, that the U.S. commanders would give Viagra 
to the tribal people so they could rape little boys. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, Pedro finds a lot of things about child rape. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in in this case, it's definitely true. Those those Afghanis are just the pits of the world. Yeah. It's it's a godforsaken place, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, so uh, anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our podcast today. Right, and, uh, should uh, we uh, go to D.C. and uh, see if we can find a, a party to go to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only sort of kidding. I think that uh, we don't have enough status to get invited to one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, maybe New English can hook us up with something. Oh, gross. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that face? Oh. <laughs> Maybe Newt Gingrich and Carly Fiorina. Oh, like look it. at that face. <laughs> Guys, this is a conservative sex party. <laughs> so you either can have your top or your bottom off, but not both. <laughs> right, keep it classy here. We have Listerine in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord help us. <laughs> All right. Well, let us know what you think on Twitter, Podbean, Parlor, Rumble, and we'll be sure to get to your questions and comments, and we will be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. All right.